you in America, and welcome to the Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio and Illinois. You know, they just want to compete with Oregon to see which which liberal state can stay in the news the most for destroying education. Yep, it's it's a it's a race to the top, or or maybe it's a race to the bottom. Uh, we'll call it a race to the bottom between Illinois and Oregon. So yesterday, uh, we talked about both states, really. We started talking about Oregon. Eventually, we shifted to Illinois. Uh, it, you know, Illinois recently destroyed the Invest in Kids Tax Credit Scholarship Program. We we detailed this yesterday. And, and by, I guess, by destroy, I mean, they didn't do anything with it, which they allowed it to wither on the vine. You know, by ignoring it, they essentially caused it to go away. And this is what they want. You know, they don't want to invest in kids and they don't want to tax credit, you know, for people that choose to invest in kids in the form of this scholarship program. This uh, th- this scholarship program was a $75 million program. It awarded an, an income tax credit to taxpayers who donated to the scholarship fund. The scholarship fund was then used to uh, to pay tuition for lower-income students to attend private schools. It was an opportunity for lower-income families to get their students out of the failing public schools and put them into succeeding private schools. About uh, 9,000, according to the article we, we read yesterday, 9,700 Illinois students Receive scholarships last year. Uh, I mean, that is, um, you know, but the Democrats, you know, they didn't want it. They said that the program, uh, basically, they referred to it as a school voucher program, and they argued that it would perpetuate and deepen the education inequities that plague Illinois. Uh, what they meant to say is, uh, the education inequities that plague the Illinois public schools. This only perpetuates and deepens it. Allowing these kids to go somewhere else, why it only perpetuates and deepens the education inequities. It only makes things worse. It's not making things better. And the reason it makes things worse is because these private schools are, quote, run by religious groups. How dare we want to send our kids to schools that are run by religious groups and they openly discriminate against things like gender identity. That is horrible. They openly discriminate against, well, lies and falsehoods. How dare you discriminate against lies and falsehoods? We should be allowed to to speak lies and falsehoods to every single child in the state of Illinois. That's the objective here. And then, you know, we we documented the alliance between James, who turned Jennifer Pritzker, who is the cousin of Democrat Governor J.B. Pritzker of Illinois. James, who became Jennifer Pritzker, is a billionaire heir, or maybe now heiress, to the Hyatt Hotel fortune. And so James, who's turned Jennifer, is a billionaire with a ton of cash to donate to 
leftist causes like, hey, you know, let's transition all these kids. And so Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker is on board. Uh, he signs into legislation in his first year in office, this whole idea to inject gender theory into state education curriculum. And now we have Illinois on the fast track to uh, to destruction, the fast track to, well, I mean, can I say the fast track to, to stupidity, to incompetence? Because that is what leftist policies are rooted in. They're rooted in stupidity. They're rooted in, in uh, incompetence. And they're rooted in evil, ultimately. Let's just say the fast track to evil. So with, with that background from yesterday, I'm holding in my hand this article. Luke Rosiak, we like Luke a lot. Uh, Luke is with the Daily Wire. And he does a lot of work with Parents Defending Education, who we also like. We like Luke. We like Parents Defending Education. Uh, this article is entitled, School Investigates Students. Nope, that's the wrong article. This article is entitled, Federal Agency Played Role in High School Club Raising Money to Gender Transition Students Behind Parents' Back. Bum, bum, bum. Are we shocked? Are we shocked that there is actually a... Uh, a federal agency involved in raising money for high school gender clubs. And they're doing this behind the back of parents. No, we're not shocked about this at all. And, and I mean, we'd be shocked if it wasn't happening, especially in Illinois. The federal government is funding gender activist nonprofits that push local school districts to the left on the issue, including in one case, where members of an Illinois high school's diversity club raised money to buy chest binders to help peers gender transition against their parents' wishes. And this is what the records show. The emails show this. Uh, thanks to Luke Rosiak and Parents Defending Education, we have the receipts. Waterloo High School. So if you, uh, you live in Illinois and you are familiar with Waterloo High School, uh, this is um, this is the, uh, the the school that we're talking about, and a uh, water school, uh, Waterloo High School teacher Maggie Part Pillow, Part Part of Pillow, Part Maggie. Uh, sorry, I'm I'm destroying your last name. Part of Pillow, we'll call her Part of Pillow. Uh, Maggie served as an advisor to the club this diversity club in question. Maggie emailed a journalist with a list of requests she was hoping to get some publicity for. Uh, the first request was to, quote, maybe try to raise money for kids who want binders but can't ask their parents. Uh, like if they're, oh, this is so horribly written. This woman's a teacher. Is she really a teacher? because she doesn't know how to write emails. Misspelled, 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 misspelled. Uh, I don't think I can read this. The, the, the objective here in her email is she wants to raise money for chest binders for kids who, who aren't able to ask their parents because their parents are homophobic or transphobic. Uh, it wasn't just an idle suggestion. Hmm. Later that year, in March 2022, so this, this email took place 
in November of 2021. All right. This article is just coming out this past week. And, but apparently the research has been ongoing. The investigation has been ongoing. So she wrote this email, Maggie Partipillo wrote this email on November 8th, 2021. Later that year, in March of 2022, she attended a quarterly uh, high school GSA advisor meetup. So this would be, you know, a gay straight alliance, you know, meetup. So she's meeting with other advisors from these clubs. Here she shared that a few of her trans students aren't able to get chest binders at home due to their parents. Ah, oh, those those evil parents won't let my kids bind their chests. Why they're despicable. At a recent diversity club meeting, a few other students pulled together money to buy binders for those trans students. And now she isn't quite sure what to do. All right, so she's at this this meetup with other GSA advisors. And uh, she says that some of her students raise money for some trans kids to buy chest binders because the parents wouldn't allow it. And then she says she isn't quite sure what to do. Uh, you're not sure what to do? I mean, okay. Another attendee at this meeting worked as a youth leadership and organizing VISTA at a group called the Public Health Institute of Metropolitan Chicago. And this person introduced part of Pillow to the group for, quote, helpful advice on this. A policy and advocacy VISTA from Public Health Institute of Metropolitan Chicago responded that the group was eager to help free of charge, though the records do not reflect any reply from part of Pillow. VISTA, better known as AmeriCorps, was created to allow the government to pay for young people to work for humanitarian nonprofits, but quickly morphed into a way for the federal government to subsidize political community organizing nonprofits agitating in different regions of the country. Well, 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 well. So the progressive Marxists and the left have found a way to, to get their slimy, grimy tentacles into the nonprofits. And they're doing this through the um, AmeriCorps. You know, AmeriCorps, we want to help the nonprofits help the people. We want to help the nonprofits do the work of the government. We want to we want to help these nonprofits, you know, get in and and do the things that 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 really the government just can't do. That's what AmeriCorps is all about. When in actuality, uh, they want to um, help agitate. They want to help organize the community by agitating in different regions of the country. That, that's the point here. In decades past, AmeriCorps was tied to groups like the now defunct and disgraced ACORN. Remember that? Remember ACORN from, from back in the day? But increasingly, adults paid by the federal program use nonprofits to enmesh themselves with school children, where they seek to radicalize them. Groups like the Public Health Institute of Metropolitan Chicago run cover for left-wing teachers by teaching them how to exploit loopholes 
planning activism, and threatening school districts with legal action. Mm -mm. Let's, let's make the school districts cower in fear by threatening them that we will sue them if you don't go along. Because it is inappropriate for federal taxpayer dollars to be used to push partisan policies on local governments, like what's happening here with AmeriCorps and with this Public Health Institute of Metropolitan Chicago group, President Donald Trump, when he was president, proposed eliminating AmeriCorps, but his efforts were unsuccessful. Well, that needs to happen. AmeriCorps needs to go. It needs to be disbanded. Uh, Congress needs to just stop funding this group. Public Health Institute of Metropolitan Chicago says that it, quote, manages a network of AmeriCorps members. It is currently seeking to hire more federally funded employees as part of its AmeriCorps VISTA support LGBTQ plus youth in Illinois, according to its website. Do you think that this would that this would fly if the AmeriCorps was interested in hiring feder federally funded employees as part of its uh, support Christian youth outreach in Illinois? Hmm? I mean, do you think that would happen? Don't you think that program would be disfunded in a heartbeat? But yet, yet you know, we can support the LGBTQ youth, youth in Illinois. Youth, uncouth is more like it. All right. Uh, Public Health Institute of Metropolitan Chicago's Illinois Safe School Alliance Program seeks a cohort of four VISTAs to support activities such as the Safe Schools Consortia Project, Action Campaign, Midwest LGBTQ Plus Network, Youth Leadership Development, Community Outreach, and Additional Capacity Building Activities Across the State. Listen to how good this sounds. I mean, these are the, the job opportunities that they have, and they just sound so great. Um, safe Schools Consortia Project. Who, who doesn't want to be a part of a Safe School Consortia Project? I wonder what this project really entails, though. Really. I mean, who are they trying to make safe? And safe from what? What students are they trying to make safe from their evil, horrible parents? Those evil, wicked parents who won't even let their little girls bind their chests. Why, that's that's inhumane. Oh, boy. I don't know. The Alliance program promotes safety, support, and healthy development for LGBT. Oh, there it is. So it's not safety of the schools. No, it's the safety and support and healthy development for LGBTQ plus youth in Illinois schools and communities. Through advocacy, education, youth organization, and research. Ah, oh, you don't. You're not interested in the health of these kids. No, you're not. You want to indoctrinate them. You want to ruin and destroy their lives. I have a. I have an article here. Another article on my stack. I don't know if I'm going to get to it. Detransitioner sues her surgeons. Mourns she'll never conceive naturally after hysterectomy. This is another one of these. This is a brand new. Detransitioner who's who's coming forward and saying, you know what, I'm tired of this. This person is, is saying that this evil was done to me. 
this evil was was performed on me while I was um, in in a mental state where I was not I did not have the capacity to make this decision. But yet these these white coats, these people who were supposed to be influential in my life, led me down a path of doom and destruction. And that's what this is all about. That's what the AmeriCorps is all about. That's what the Public Health Institute of Metropolitan Chicago is all about. That's what these leaders in the state of Illinois are all about. They're not about providing health for these kids. They're about deepening their state of confusion so they can destroy their bodies, destroy their hearts, and destroy their minds. Dean, that is so dramatic. How come you're being so dramatic? Well, uh, um, okay. I mean, is it something else? Are they not interested in destroying their bodies? I mean, did I miss something? Are they not interested in deepening the confusion in their mind and destroying their minds? Or have I missed it? Are they not interested in destroying their hearts and their souls and their 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 way of life? I mean, if they're not, I will stand corrected. I mean, somebody, you know, now somebody tell me otherwise. This just reeks of it, though. Absolutely reeks of it. They are not interested in advocacy. They're not interested in education. I mean, they're interested in youth organizing and research. That's true. They want to organize these kids and and perform research on them in ways that they can absolutely destroy their lives. All right. Uh, More to come. We will pick this up on the other side of the break. You are listening to The Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe, air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. In 2008, people could spend an average of 12 seconds on a task without becoming distracted. Five years later, it was only eight seconds. The digital age is narrowing our attention span. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top, shoot it down. Thousands of five-star reviews proves it works. Supercharge your brain and see the difference. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. The Natural Colon Cleanse. It's the ultimate digestive tune-up with Oxy Powder. It's crafted to alleviate the discomfort of gas, bloating, and occasional constipation. There's a reason why Oxy Powder is our number one seller. It worked. Go to AmericaOutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. 
back to The Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. You can find us here Monday through Friday at the 2 p.m. Eastern time slot on AmericaOutloud.news. America Out Loud is a rising voice, a leading voice in the rise of the new media. It's where smart people go to get their news and information. So congratulations on being one of the smart ones. Congratulations on making it to the Dean's List. We're talking about Illinois, which is trying to compete with Oregon to to see which state can stay in the news more in terms of destroying their their public education. It's a race to the bottom between Illinois and Oregon, and I'm not sure who's in the lead at this point. Uh, Illinois is, is gaining ground. So we're talking about this article which is entitled Federal Agency Played Role in High School Club Raising Money to Gender Transition Students Behind Parents' Back. All right. Uh, the, The federal agency involved right now is AmeriCorps. That's what we've discovered. And there's a, there's a, an organization in Chicago called, uh, what's this group called? PH something. I don't know. Primary health. Public Health Institute, Metropolitan Chicago. Yeah, that's what it is. Public Health Institute of Metropolitan Chicago. This group is supposedly organizing uh, AmeriCorps organizations, which are nonprofits that that get money from AmeriCorps. AmeriCorps is a federally funded, it's taxpayer dollars. And the whole point is that they... They find these nonprofits that can function as community organizers or, or, or agitators that they can, you know, they can agitate the community in different ways, uh, that they can create problems, stir up trouble. And this is what our taxpayer dollars are, are going to fund, stirring up trouble in our own communities. So we're looking at uh, a chain of emails that was uncovered by parents defending uh Defending education, Uh, a chain of emails from a teacher, a school teacher at Waterloo High School in Illinois, who also is the the sponsor or the advisor for this GSA club at this high school. And this teacher is looking for money to buy chess binders for some of her students uh, because the parents, uh, they they don't want to buy chess binders. They don't want the child to transition. And so the teacher is trying to do this behind the back of the parent. That's the objective here. We can't let the parent know because those evil parents, those evil parents are trying to keep their children from from being confused about their gender. How dare they? The email chain involving Waterloo and um, uh, this health group in metropolitan Chicago Public Health, what, what's the name of this again? Public Health Institute of Metropolitan Chicago. Uh, the email chain says that Public Health Institute stood ready to provide support on enforcement of Public Act 102-0340. All right, are you familiar with this public act in Illinois? Well, here, here it comes. <laughs> This public act mandates a provision of menstrual hygiene products, not just in the girls' bathrooms, but in all bathrooms, free of charge. 
Now there should be and must be, it's mandated, according to this public act, uh, menstrual hygiene products. They should be available in all of the bathrooms. Because, you know, I mean, girls get to use guys' bathrooms now. Because the girl feels like a guy. But, you know, the girl's still going to menstruate. You know, she's still going to go through her cycle because she's still a she, even though she wants to be called a he. And, uh, you know, even though the 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 level of incompetence is super high at these schools, and they're going to say, you know, if, if, if she feels like a he, then she's becoming a he. Even though she's menstruating, she's allowed to use the he bathroom. And so we should provide these products and, and the he bathroom, you know, for the she who wants to be a he. Oh, Lord, help all of us. So this group, Public Health Institute, that's their name, Public Health Institute. Oh, there's there's no health here. Uh-uh, no, there's just, it doesn't exist. They're, they're here to support Waterloo High School in enforcing this act, this public act, that menstrual hygiene, you know, products be available to all bathrooms. That's number one. Number two, they're going to support binders for members of the diversity club. We're going to provide you with binders because those evil parents, they won't provide their kids with chest binders. We're going to do it. And we're going to do it free of charge. And the parents aren't going to know about it. And number three, they're going to help with concerns about Yik Yak, which I guess Yik Yak is back. Yik Yak is a social social media platform that is, uh, I mean, it's pretty evil. You know, you can you can get on there and talk anonymously, and you know it was it, it was pulled down for a while because of you know horrific sexual harassment anonymously that was happening. You know, when you're allowed to speak anonymously, you're brave. I mean, you can say anything. I think there were bomb threats, you know, at schools, and it was a mess. Erica Sanzi, who is the director of outreach for Parents Defending Education, said, "Quote." It is so beyond the pale for a school staff member to think it's appropriate for a school-sponsored club to purchase chest binders for students behind the backs of parents. It is a physical intervention that comes with well-documented health risks to girls. There is simply no justification for such a violation of trust. But here's the thing. I mean, Erica Sanzi is correct. 100% correct. You know, but this staff member, she does think it's appropriate for a school sponsored club to purchase these products without the parents. So certainly it's appropriate. I mean, how is it not appropriate? This parent is evil. This parent will not acquiesce to the wishes of the child, in which these actually aren't the wishes of the child. These are the desires being uh forced upon the child by, you know, people like um, whatever her name is. I don't even know, but part of Pillow, Maggie. Oh, mm -hmm. In May of 2023, so now we're becoming, you know, more current. Uh, this was unveiled in November of 21, continued in March of 22. And now here we are in May of 23. Part of Pillow told her school district superiors that she did not believe that parents had a right to be aware that the school was helping their child transition genders. Yeah, and there it is. I mean, yeah, she perfect. She, you know, she thinks it's it's perfectly appropriate 
because she doesn't think that the the parents have a right to be aware. No, the parents don't have a right. The parents have already said no. They don't want their child to transition. So guess what? They don't have a right. They don't have a right to know that the school is, is attempting to help this child transition by providing this child with chest binders. She's lobbying them, the, the school district, she's lobbying them to change a draft policy that would allow transgender students to use the opposite sex bathrooms, but only with permission from their parents. All right. So there's a draft policy coming up in this school and, and the policy says, you know, we're going to let, you know, we're going to, we're going to make it, we're going to make kids or we're going to allow them to use the opposite bathroom, but they have to have permission from their parents. And part of pillow is like, no, uh-uh. no, no, the parents can't be involved in this. Because if they have to get permission from their parents, then no one's going to be allowed to use the opposite bathroom because the parents are going to say no. Because the parents don't want their kids to transition. The parents don't know what's best for their kids. No, the parents are clueless. We can't. Mm -mm, no, no, can't do it. We got to keep the parents out of the loop. Parents can't know what's going on. But we need to just, yeah, uh -uh. no, the parents don't have a right. Quote. I think it's a great idea to have students work with a school social worker counselor to develop a gender identity plan. But as it is written, the, the draft, she's talking about the, rat, the draft, but as it is written, it creates more problems than it solves by requiring parent involvement. This is what part of Pillow wrote. It creates more problems than it solves when you invite the parents, when you involve the parents. When you include the parents, this is part of pillow. Why does it create more problems than it solves? Huh? Huh? Oh, oh, it's going to create more problems for you because the parents don't want their kids to transition. Oh, I get it. Uh, you're not interested in, in solving the problems, the mental problems that the kids are going through. No, because when parents get involved, they solve the problems. The parents step in and they say to little Janie, look, you're not Johnny, you're Janie. And it, it, that's just the way it is. <laughs> Cindy showed me this meme last night. And it's, you know, it's this old school picture of this mom and, and daughter at the kitchen table. Uh, you know, it looks like a scene from the 50s. And the daughter says, Mom, I think I'm a boy. And the mom just says, well, you're not. It, it's just that simple. Mom, I think I'm a boy. Well, no, you're not. I'm sorry. You're not a boy. Let's move on to the next topic. And that's how the parents would handle this. If the parents were in the know, the parents nip it in the bud. The parents are like, Johnny, I'm sorry, you're not a girl. Uh, let's go play with some Tonka trunks. All right. Janie, I'm sorry, you're not a boy. Um, let's go play with some Barbie dolls. <gasps> Dean, how dare you force Tonka trucks on little Johnny? Don't you know he needs to explore? Don't you know he needs to learn to play with Barbies? Dean, how dare you force Barbies on little Janie? Don't you know she needs to be able to play with Tonka trucks? No, let the parents parent. Please, I beg it of you, part of pillow. I beg it of you. The parents are going to solve the problem. Uh, there are solutions when the parents get involved. Uh, it creates more problems than it solves by requiring parent involvement. Oh, but wait, it gets better. 
She continues, I wholeheartedly disagree that the parental involvement in a student's education, as referenced in a parent's rights policy, has anything to do with gender identity and bathroom facilities. This is the mindset of your teachers in Illinois. All right. Okay. And maybe not all of them. Let me rephrase it. This is the mindset of a teacher in Illinois. But if this is the mindset of one teacher, it is the mindset of one teacher too many. One teacher, too, if it's only just one teacher that feels this way, it's one teacher too many. But I promise you, in the state of Illinois, like in the state of Oregon, like in the state of Colorado, like in the state of California, like in these leftist educationally run states, this is not the mindset of only one. It's probably the mindset of many. She wholeheartedly disagrees that parental involvement in a student's education has anything to do with gender identity and bathroom facilities. How does it not? Uh, how? Mm, uh, how? Uh, please, part of pillow, explain to me. How is it that parental involvement in education is also not part of their involvement in gender identity and bathroom facility. Anything, mm, part of pillow, listen to me. Anything that happens under the roof of that school building uh, falls under the, the auspice of parental involvement. Anything, I don't care what it is. It falls under the auspice of, of parents being involved in their child's education. If you are teaching that child that uh, they are possibly the under uh, the other gender, that's that that's education. That child is being educated by you, and therefore the parents are involved. The fact that this woman even has this opinion, oh, I just mm, what is she doing in a classroom with kids? What is she doing in a position where she has the ability to mold and shape young hearts and young minds? Parents of America, parents in Illinois, open up your eyes and pull your children out of Waterloo High School. Pull them. Just pull them. Pull them right now. Dean, stop telling parents what to do. I'm going to tell you what to do. Pull them. Uh, it was encouraging yesterday when we were reading the, the Oregon article. We were talking about the uh, the strike that's happening in Portland. It was encouraging. How many of you were encouraged, as I was, to learn that 3,000 students have left the, the Portland school district since 2020, and they have not come back? They're probably still leaving. I just, mm, this is what we need. We need parents to just pull up, just pull them. That's it. Figure it out. There are, okay, you that are in Illinois, we're talking about Illinois. So we had an interview with Hutz Hertzberg a few weeks ago. Hutz Hertzberg is the, uh, I think he's the executive director. I don't know what his exact title is. He runs uh, Turning Point Academy. And this is the the arm of, uh, this is uh, Charlie Kirk's group, Turning Point. Um, and this is their 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 academic arm. And Hutz Hertzberg is involved in uh, starting these micro schools 
and they've got schools that they're starting in Illinois right now. Parents, if you you live in Illinois and you're you're part of you're part of the Waterloo High School, go to Turning Point Academy. Just get on Duck Duck, you know, find Turning Point Academy Association. Uh, I, I they were looking for twenty cohorts, you know, twenty individuals who would be who would have the desire, who would be willing to start a a hybrid micro school, and their model is fantastic. I'm telling you, it's excellent, and it's it's growing. Uh, I mean, reach out to them, get a hold of of Turning Point Academy. Uh, my school, Waterbrook Christian, we are a part of the Turning Point Academy Association. Uh, we support what they're doing. You know, we support what they're what they're involved in. But this this business here, we have teachers, public school teachers in Illinois, who wholeheartedly disagree that parental involvement in the student's education, as referenced in the parents' rights policy, has anything to do with gender identity and bathroom facilities. That's just asinine. That is, um, I mean, that's beyond the pale. Uh, so parents, I mean, do what you need to do. Do what you need to do to get your students out of out of that out of that situation. Uh, there's more in this. I mean, there's there's more to come. There's more to there's there's more to talk about. But we're up against the break. All right, we will pick this up on the other side. You are listening to The Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Nurses Out Loud Talk Radio want to introduce you to ASEA Redox Cell Signaling Molecules. It is more than just a wonderful natural product. Redox molecules are native to the human body. Redox molecules enable your body to turn on its inner doctor so your body can heal itself the way it did naturally when you were young. Check out AmericaOutloud.shop. Look for ASEA cell signaling molecules liquid supplement and check out nurse michelle's recent favorite asia product renew 28 revitalizing redox gel because this gel helped get me through some significant muscular pain during my healing process following a recent canoeing accident when i broke my hip give it a try for your aches and pains and let nurses out loud hear how your health has improved we know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action 
and receive a 15% discount on either Falker with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Welcome back to The Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. You're listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. You can find us here Monday through Friday at the 2 p.m. Eastern time slot. Or you can listen on iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever you uh, get your podcast. The show goes into podcast the next day. Uh, But you can hear us live at AmericaOutloud.news or download the America Out Loud Talk app. Love that app. Uh, That's where I listen to all the shows live on that app. So uh, there's many places you can find us. We are happy that you have joined us. Thank you for being on board. We're talking about the dysfunction in Illinois, specifically the Waterloo High School, and and specifically this this teacher, part of Pillow, who advocated for parents to not be involved in um, in in students choosing which bathroom they wanted to use. This was a draft policy that the school put out to allow uh, students to use whatever bathroom they wanted, no matter their their sex, no matter their biological sex. If they identified as the opposite sex, then they were allowed to use that bathroom. And she said, yeah, parents really shouldn't be involved in this because the draft policy said, you know, we're going to put this out there, but the kids have to have parental permission first. They need a, a permission from mom or dad that says, yes, my daughter is becoming a boy, and so she should use the boy's bathroom, or vice versa. And part of Pillow said, no, uh-uh, that, that's going to create more problems than it solves. When we require parental involvement, you know, when the parents get in, it just it muddies the waters. You know, it just creates more, more issues. It doesn't solve anything. We can't have parental involvement. And then she said, I wholeheartedly disagree that the parental involvement in a student's education, as referenced in the parents' rights policy, has anything to do with gender identity in bathroom facilities. And so that's where we that's where we left off. I just can't get beyond it. I'm just I can't believe there's a human being in an in a in a public high school, oh, I guess I can. I can't. I was about to say I can't believe there's a human being who is a teacher in in a school in America that actually is making these statements. But I can, because the schools have been overrun with Marxist progressive leftists. Am I wrong? No, I am not wrong. I'm not. Uh, but but wait, it gets it gets so much better. Just when you thought it couldn't get any better. Oh, strap in your seatbelt. Either either buckle up or pull over. All right? I encourage you. Pull the car over in this moment because it just gets rich. Ah, okay, here we go. The week the bathroom policy passed, which it did, it passed. All right? In Illinois, in this Waterloo High School, they said, yeah, I mean, that's a great idea. I mean, we need to let the boys use the girls' bathroom. That's, a, that's the best idea we've ever come up with. And we need to say that the girls can use the boys' bathroom. Well, this is we're geniuses. Yep, it passed. So the superintendent, uh, is there a name for this person? Uh, Waterloo Community Unit School District Superintendent Brian Sharon. Oh, boy. This guy. Okay, here we go. Hang on. All right. 
let me let me let me get my get myself together here. Uh, the week that bathroom policy passed, the superintendent Brian Sharon said that normal students could use the nurses' bathroom if they were uncomfortable using a bathroom alongside transgender students. Oh man, I can't believe he said that. He said he said the normal students. Oh man, the dean get it together. He said it, not me. I can't believe it. Normal students could use the nurse's bathroom if they were uncomfortable using a bathroom alongside a boy who's dressed up like a girl or alongside a girl who's dressed up like a boy. Or maybe the, the, the girl isn't dressed up like a boy and maybe the boy isn't dressed up like a girl. I mean, the sentence could read, normal students could use the nurse's bathroom if they were uncomfortable using a bathroom alongside a girl who thinks she's a boy. Alongside a girl who's trying to pee standing up. Um, oh, boy. Oh, but, but wait, it, it gets even better than that. When a large number of students opted to do so, opted to use the nurse's bathroom. The superintendent said that, quote, it was an effort to support those students' comforts, but unfortunately it resulted in a disruption and that the students who used the nurse's bathroom could be disciplined for harassment for making transgenders feel bad. I mean, the dude can't even talk correctly. It's not feel bad. It's feel badly. You're a superintendent. Use it right. Now, Dean, you've made grammatical mistakes before. Okay. All right. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. So uh, that, so they tell the normal kids, look, if you're uncomfortable, you know, just sharing a bathroom uh, with a girl who's trying to be a boy <clears throat> or with a boy who's trying to be a girl, you can use the nurse's bathroom. That's fine. And so this line is created outside the nurse's bathroom. And uh, then the superintendent comes back and says, these kids that are in line for the nurse's bathroom are going to be disciplined for harassment because they're making the the, the boys dressed up like girls feel badly. You, you've got to be kidding me. You've Just when you thought, just when you thought, uh, so uh, I'm holding this uh, this other article, and it is oh man, and it's it's about this very thing. Uh, so this article quotes the superintendent quote when biologically male high school students came forward and stated they were uncomfortable with biological female students using male restrooms. We told those students they could use the nurse's office restroom. It was an effort to support those students' comfort, but unfortunately, it resulted in a disruption. The male students planned to use the nurse's office restroom at the same time, resulting in a line, he said, saying that students coordinated to use the bathroom at the same time to highlight how the new bathroom policy affected them. Well, come on! All right, so if, if, if boys dressed up like girls did something in a coordinated effect to highlight how a policy affected them, you guys would be all about it. You'd be all about, yeah, we're, we're proud of those boys dressed up like girls uh, and, and the stand they're making. 
look at the point they're making. Everyone needs to pay attention to the point they're making. But when the quote unquote normal students, in the words of Superintendent Brian Sharon, when the normal students coordinate to use the bathroom at the same time and create a line, what's that called? Oh, that's called harassment. Yeah, they're harassing the 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 boys who who want to be girls. They're, they're harassing them, or they're harassing the girls who think they're boys. Yet yeah, those girls are being harassed, and these boys are going to face disciplinary action. Mark my words, they're going to be disciplined for their insolence. Mm, oh man. Uh, the superintendent continues, this line grew dramatically throughout the day with male and female students filling the hallway and causing students to be tardy or to miss classes. These actions were not the appropriate way to send a message to the school district. No, they weren't. Okay. Uh, superintendent Sharon, what do you think was the appropriate way to send a message to a school district? Who's not going to pay attention? I mean, clearly this school district doesn't care about the quote-unquote normal kids. If this isn't about the normal kids, no. This isn't about listening to them. It's not about making them feel safe, feel comfortable, feel protected, feel anything. Matter of fact, they don't deserve to feel anything. They're just too normal. They deserve to be punished because they're so normal. Oh, boy. He continues. Oh, listen to this. No, he doesn't. He didn't say this. He, he, no, he did. He said, we, we are investigating this behavior as planned harassment of transgender students. Oh, man. These kids want to use a bathroom superintendent that is designated for just for boys or just for just for girls. So they're going to go through their 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 normal process of being a human, of being a male human or a female human, and they want to feel safe. They want to have uh, they want to have their personal privacy protected. You, sir, are not allowing their personal privacy to be protected, and you are going to investigate their harassment of boys who want to be girls and girls who want to be boys because these normal kids want to want to use a normal bathroom this man needs to be fired this superintendent should no longer have a job and this school board that has enacted this policy they need to be wiped clean and this teacher who says that she doesn't think uh parents should be involved in their child's education when it comes to, to gender identity or bathroom facilities, that lady needs to be fired. They all just need to be wiped out. Dean, are you are you saying people need to lose their jobs? Yes, that's a... Mm, can I be more clear? Some students were already punished by being marked tardy or absent for waiting for the bathroom stall, he wrote. Students who attempt to repeat today's actions will be disciplined for attempting to cause a disruption in school, his letter said. You parents in that have your kids in Waterloo High School, and if your kid was in line to use the nurse's bathroom, you need to pull your kid out of that school. Dean, 
you can't tell parents what to do. I am. I'm, I'm done not telling people what to do. Please listen to me. Take my advice. Pull your child out of that school. Well, I don't know what to do. I don't, I mean, we can't have, you will figure it out. I promise they will get a better education under your tutelage. But I, I don't have time. I, I, I work. I mean, my husband and I work or, you know, we, we all work, you know, we, we, all right, I get it. Okay. Figure it out. You work cool with other parents, create, uh, create a co-op get a hold of Turning Point Academy and they will help you. I promise they will help you. There are good people over there at Turning Point Academy that will show you the way. They will show you how to do it. They will show you how to pool your resources. They will show you how to educate your children in the way your children should be educated, but they should not have to stand in a line to use the nurse's bathroom and then be punished for it or be disciplined for it because the transgender, no, because the boys who are dressed up like girls and the girls dressed up like boys are, are made to feel badly because the quote unquote normal kids want to use the normal kids bathroom. They should not be punished for that. They should not be marked tardy for that. They should not be marked absent for that. They should, they should, they should not be made to feel like they are uh, harassing. This is appalling. This is absolutely mm, days before Sharon's letter, the school board had passed a policy that said trans mm, that said kids that dressed up like the opposite gender could use the wrong restroom as long as the student developed a gender identity plan with school officials. Carolyn Moore, vice president for Parents Defending Education, said that it's that it's not harassment for students to choose a private restroom. Uh, I want to go back to this this gender identity plan. <clears throat> so, were parents made aware of this? Uh, that's what I want to know because that's what the fight was over. The draft said yes, parents were going to be made aware of it, but were they? Are these gender identity plans now being performed without parental awareness? That's the question. Uh, Carolyn Moore, vice president for Parents Defending Education, continues her quote, students have every right to push back on school policies that do not align with their belief systems. It is not harassment. Agreed. A hundred percent. Well said, Carolyn Moore. Matter of fact, these kids in, in Waterloo, I'm, I'm sensing a, a planned walkout here. That's what I'm sensing. I mean, just get up and walk out. Take the advice of the kids in Lima, Ohio. Take the advice of the kids in Loudoun County and just get up and walk out. Moore continues, what should be considered school-inflicted harassment is allowing students to use locker rooms or bathrooms that do not align with their biological sex and creating situations of potential physical violence and sexual assault on school property 100%. Documents produced by Waterloo in response to the public records request also included a... Oh, here we go. Oh, oh man. Oh, documents produced also included a training presentation that included the gender unicorn. And there it is, kids. There it is. The gender unicorn has made an appearance at Waterloo High School. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. 
The presentation said that the school's obligations are to, quote, act in loco parentis and, quote, not reveal students' identities to anyone else, including the students' families, without students' permission. If you're going to act in loco parentis, that means you're you're acting uh, as the parent, all right? So because you're acting in loco parentis, does that mean you are taking complete authority from parents? Is that your objective? Because that is an honor that's being bestowed upon you by the parent. And you are not acting in good faith by subverting the parents. You are not acting in good faith. Everyone in this school district is not acting in good faith. And they either need to be fired, which that's not going to happen, then the parents need to pull their kids. The training included a copy of something similar to the gender identity plan, a document from the activist group Gender Spectrum called the Gender Support Plan, which explains that school staff, caregivers, and the student should work together to develop a document on how the student's authentic gender will be accounted for and supported at school. And it's got to happen without uh, parental permission. Uh, I mean, there's more here. There is so much more here, but we're up against it. We're up against the clock. Uh, Illinois. Illinois is trying hard to destroy their public education system faster than anyone could ever imagine. And it's really happening under the watch of of, um, Pritzker, the governor over there, BJ, JB, I don't know, whatever his name is. Uh, Illinois, they're trying hard. We need to shine the light of truth on Illinois. Look, parents, at least in this Waterloo district, Waterloo High School, yank your kids, get them out of there. Contact Turning Point Academy. Figure it out. There is hope for you. There is hope. All right. We will continue to shine the light of hope on the disgrace that is public education. But that's all the time we have for today, America. Thank you for joining me. Encourage your friends and family to get on the the Dean's list. Together, we can unite to renovate.